1: It's Great to have Michael Irvin joining us here on the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. And I'm just guessing, Michael, that that game was not easy for you to enjoy. And um, if I were you, uh, the, the, the amount of discipline that you must exercise to not turn around and hit Stephen A. Smith... Right in the face. Who's n- never done anything as an athlete? I mean, you are—you're a patient, beautiful man for allowing that nonsense to happen. How are you doing, man? Well, listen.
2: Trust me, this has not been an easy thing. I don't know why, man. I keep telling myself, why do you? Why do you invest so much? Why does this bother you? I just have to go to sleep. When I'm so after the game, I just got to go to sleep because I'm. But I feel suppressed. Uh, oppressed, depressed, any press you put on it, I just have to lay down. And I, I still haven't really came out of it. Now, I'm not lying when I say this, wholeheartedly I say this, if we were going to lose, losing to San Fran gives me something. You know what I mean? Because I talk to you guys, uh, you know, I talk to Debo, love him to death. So, so I, I'm trying to piece that together. and now, now, now start pulling for San Fran and I at least got one more horse in his race to kind of just play it that way. But, but dude, listen, it, 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 yeah, it, it's, hard. What was, it's, it's hard.
1: What was surprising to me about the day is that both of these defense came out to play some trench warfare and they were doing it. The, the 49ers offensive line had a really rough first half. I don't know what they did at halftime to tighten it up, but when it's all said and done, Like Christian McCaffrey had his worst production day since joining the team. No niner, Michael, had more than 51 rushing yards. No niner caught more than six balls. No niner cracked 100 receiving yards. And the team was held to under 115 rushing yards. That game probably had they should lose written all over it. So I want to ask you, if Tony Pollard is healthy, do you think we're looking at the Cowboys going to Philadelphia, not the
2: 49ers? Well, uh, it certainly will help, but it's, it's, not, it's not just the Tony Pollard situation. I just text from my people over at the Dallas Cowboys like, "How did that mix? Ty Hill running down the lane wide open. That ball that Warner uh, knocked out of the hands of CD Lamb running up the right seam. Ty was running up the left seam, and when Warner went all the way to T, when went all the way to uh, CD, Ty was all by himself." and he did not see it. And it's like, oh my God, you know? And in a game like that, a touchdown basically ends the game because it was, you know, nine, you know, back and forth. It, it, well, even after that first touchdown for the Cowboys, you missed that extra point or you get blocked. It was going to be missed anyway, when you see a trajectory of the ball and that game goes to 6-6. Six, six. That, if, if you make that extra point, and you're looking back at that scoreboard, and it's 7-6. That even gives you a little something. I always tell you guys, hope dictates effort. If one point out says we're winning, that gives you a little more hope. You get in, you put in a little more effort. All those little things that just kept going on, um, it made it hard. You can't beat a team as good as the 49ers making those kinds of mistakes. It just don't happen.
3: When did you, with your educated eye, feel that Dallas had lost the game? I mean, because it was a—they—they they only lost by seven, so it seemed at least superficially close. But you never got the sense, or at least I never got the sense, that Dallas had a big push in them. When did you feel that way?
2: You know what, and, and that makes you know what, because I—I—it's I, so funny how we feel the game. We feel a game. We feel. I feel like we can get this. Oh, this is good. It's good. Because you got to understand that. You go in saying, wow, this defense is pretty incredible. And then Dallas moved the ball. I said, okay, okay, we got touchdowns, okay. First, and and what really really gave me earlier was what they did with the run. That was beyond anything I could imagine that Dallas could do. When Dallas was slowing down the run early on, I said, wow, uh uh-oh. Uh-oh, this means we will have a chance. And, 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 and you know, so they, they had a chance early, but they didn't pull away. That's, score course, stayed 9-9. And later on, what happens is after everybody starts wearing down, now Purdy got more time, you gotta fell off into your offense and start running all those crossers and everything and and making some plays. And once, you, once you're allowed San Fran to get to running crossing routes and all of that, then, then, then you're going to have some problems. Uh, After George Kittle broke out with that play. Even on that play, if if you're a Trayvon Diggs, you got to run your body into his. How do you miss his body? He's juggling that football. He's juggling that football. And Trayvon Diggs missed a whole, that's a whole body. You ran right by that whole body. I'm not saying lower your head. I don't care if you turn around. Some You run into his body, maybe he drops that football. Those kinds of things. And it's, it's just those kinds of pressing things that separate it. You catch the football, and no, and, and you don't get both feet down. You go out of bounds going backwards instead of going forward to stop the clock. Championship teams put those issues to bed, and make sure they tighten those issues up. San Fran, they'll play a tight game, but they're going to tighten up those kinds of issues. He made sure he hit those shows going backwards, throw that clock, can keep running. Little things like that is what you have to tighten down when you win a championship. And San Fran tightened them down, and Dallas did not, and that became the difference in that game.
1: Michael Irvin here on the Bud Light guest line. The last 2.59 of that game, needs to be studied by Dallas. Uh, I, I, I thought that in the biggest moment of Dak's entire career, he played terrible football. He comes out on first down, throws nearly a pick six. He then misses a wide open Michael Gallup. On third down is when he gets sacked. Like, that guy's making $40 million a year. His two interceptions in the first half, it didn't look anything like a $40 million a year quarterback. And, you know, I know that sometimes quarterbacks and head coaches catch more blame than they're actually responsible for. Where do you put yesterday's games blame? Who who deserves more? McCarthy himself or was it Dak?
2: No, no, listen, and and, and I've always and Dak and I think he's incredible guy. And and there's a lot of things that we give Dak that I say he doesn't deserve. You know, but this one he does. This one's he does, you know. We, we and and, and, and what, it, what the issue is, and I, I said this, to you guys. You gotta, oh, you gotta graduate every grade before you win a championship. You're not going so so. Okay, so you're a great running team, but you can't throw the ball. Well, somebody gonna make you throw the ball before you win a championship. Oh, I'm a great passing team, but I can't run the ball. Somebody's going to make you run the ball before you win a championship. You know what I mean? So you gotta graduate every class. That. You've thrown a lot of interceptions this year. you got to get through games like this without any interceptions before you win a championship. And and, and you didn't graduate that class, and that's why you're no longer in school, not th- in the playoffs.
1: What do you think was supposed to happen on that final play of the game with the weirdest formation we've seen on an NFL football field I, I, maybe I, I,
2: ever? Know, I can't even talk to that. I'm, I'm so, I'm, I, I was so pissed at seeing that right there. I was like, man, take a knee. Just take a knee and concede. What are you doing? What, what, why, why have the last two plays of, of playoff losses in this storied rivalry between Dallas and San Francisco? Look at the last two plays that Dallas tried to run at the end of each of those games. Yeah, Dalton Schultz.
1: Dalton Schultz did you no favor by not getting that second foot down and maybe give you a chance for a good old fashioned, conventional hail mary.
2: But still, and that's what I'm saying. Wait, 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 wait. How in the hell did you not know? I don't want to hear that. Oh, he thought his foot was down, dude. These drills are drilled in you every day. You do them like brushing your teeth, like drinking water. They are natural things that go on in your body when you put water in your mouth, your throat, take That's how much you catch sideline passes and do toe taps in practice. How do you not know that? But you know what I mean? That's exactly what I mean. You gotta tighten down those little things and it means you're not dialed in.
3: Um, I'm gonna do you a huge solid right now and not ask you another cowboy question for a minute. (laughs) <laughs> How much better in your mind do you believe the 49ers have to play to beat Philadelphia on Sunday based on the fact that Dallas's defense was not only blameless yesterday but was very nearly as good as San Francisco's defense? Yeah, you
2: know what's so funny, though, man? I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I, I watched that Philly game. I watched that Philly game on Saturday. And I had to keep shaking my head, like, stop, 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 stop. Because I couldn't help but think about, wow, what a great matchup that will be to see Philadelphia and San Francisco. Because remember now, I'm looking at the San Fran line, that defensive line going up against this run game that went for 268 yards against the Giants. I was like, wow, that would be, That's, that's going to be a great matchup. And i will not think you get your head out of it. Cowboys fans like, you know what I mean? That, that's the kind of thing I went through. <laughs> I, I think right now, last week, I understand friend the best. Look, they, they looked the best in the NFL. This week, the Eagles looked the best in the NFL. Those two collide this week. And, and man, I, this is going to be a hellacious game. I want to see if that defensive front can slow down the run game of this Philadelphia Eagles. I, I know you guys. San Fran gave us seventy yards, seventy-seven, some seventy-two yards, and some rushing. And yeah. only sixty-two at home. They're on the road now. But can they slow down what we saw the other day when they ran all over the Giants and make and say, "Okay, let's see just how improved you are," and make Jalen Hurts beat you with his arm. That, that's what that's what it's going to come down to. And that's going to be a great battle to watch. And then to watch the design of what Kyle Shanahan designs to try to run against that Eagles defense. That's you know it's going to be an interesting run. Because both teams are saying, I, hey, even Jalen Hurst, his greatest season he had, you still say, let me see you throw this ball around the park. We want you to throw this ball around the park.
1: Or maybe do you almost play it backwards, Michael, where you decide, you know, they're going to want to run the ball, we're going to want to run the ball, so we're just going to turn this into a we-can-run-it-versus-you-run-it type of afternoon, and you try to make them one-dimensional that way, where you try to take away the big play from Jalen Hurts in the air. I mean, it, it doesn't feel right. like either team can truly expect to completely shut down the other team's running game. Like, both these right, teams right, right. are going to go for but, 120. But,
2: but, yeah, but D, listen to this shit. I'd rather you grind it out Let's grind it out. Let's go, let's grind it out. And we go team team grind it out. You get them big plays over the top. Philly was number one in big plays last last this year. Number one number one in big plays. You wanna make them. I know you guys told much you got this great running game. Let me make let me make you grind it out. Now are you willing to grind it out? They, Dallas had a second and two the other day. And and Dak threw that ball and threw that interception. Second and two? You already in field goal range? What's for 9 9 or you're 6 9, something like that? You run the ball right here. They just play power with football. But if you're scared to play power with football, now you drop back throwing it. Oh, this is a pass down. You're, gonna say, you're not going to come back and run it again because two yards will be scared. you got to be willing to play physical. That's why I told you guys about being physical is the number one trait for the NFL. See, San Fran was willing to be physical. That second half, they said, let's stop this mess. Let's just run, you guys. You should have been worn down. Your offense ain't gave you the breath that's thought you needed, and you just put the pedal on and just started running. It's about that mentality. And, boy, if you could take those big plays away from the Philadelphia Eagles and say, hey, let's let's go, let's go, let's see. Let's see who wants it most and see who is the most physical and and, and who wins this game.
3: Uh, the 49ers are a physical team. So is Philadelphia. So it would seem that, based on that, it's going to be players making plays more than anything else that so will decide Sunday. Who, in your mind, on either team, is the player most likely to make that play when it's required?
2: You know what? Too. I, I, I want you to talk about. We talk about being, being physical. Being physical. people, it's not a talent or a gift, it's a mindset. This is how we're playing. I don't care, it ain't like, oh, I'm physical. When I'm physical, it hurts me less than it hurts you. Oh, hell no, it don't work that way. It hurts you too, you know what I mean? It hurts both of us, but I set my mind that I'm physical and I'm not going to feel the pain as much as you feel the pain. That's a mindset, and when you get in games like this, that mindset is less about skill and more about will. How can how, how how long can I hold this mindset and not break while you and I are in this battle? That, that That's what it comes down to. That's why we start, that's why you hear me to say things like this, when you get into games like this, this is where each man must dig inside himself. Deep, deep down inside himself and pull out the best of himself because that's what it's going to take to win. It, 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 we leave skill and we move the wheel and who wants it most? Who has set their mind the most for this? That's what it's going to come down to when you talk about physical football.
1: I'll tell you who I think might have had the best day from the, the, the Cowboys sideline yesterday was Dan Quinn. Uh, Dan Quinn had a winning game plan to shut down. Yeah, to shut, yeah, down, yeah, to shut down the, the, yeah. Yeah, this, the, the this 49ers offense had it in for them all day. Let me ask you to go inside yourself, Michael Irvin, and answer this as honestly as possible. As much as this answer is going to hurt, you can choose to change one of three things about the Dallas Cowboys the head coach, the quarterback, or the general manager. Which aisle needs to be cleaned up first?
2: Well, I know one thing. General Manager ain't going nowhere. If I could change him, he would go anywhere. I don't have that. But well, how about
1: abdicating know, to someone
2: who but, might? Because, but, t- but, 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 what you're talking about is moving the franchise forward. Which one of those three can you move? Could you have a movement with and move the franchise forward the faster? That would have to be the head coach. Because the reality is. Yeah, I, I don't want an owner that's not willing to put in the money to do that. Doing, I know Jerry's willing to do that. I don't. It's too hard to find a quarterback in this league. You can't find a quarterback. They're, they're, they're out there. Watch, watch the beard for Derek Carr and the guys that guys that are even under Dak Prescott. Watch how everybody wants them uh, on their team. You know what I'm saying? So, so you can find. So it have to be the coach. It would have to be the coach. Now, Mike McCarthy better than Sean Payton and all these, you know what I'm saying? That would have to be the direction. If I had to answer that, that would be the best way that I would have to answer that. That would be the best way to try to go about it. And I think that's probably on, well, it's, it's not probably probably not a new one. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: I would say that's probably a situation everywhere. Uh, probably not in new one.
1: How much center will Ezekiel Elliott be asked to play next year?
2: I don't know, man. And, and and that goes back to that last play. And because I thought about that, too. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. As much as, as much as Zeke has given this franchise, that shouldn't be the last damn play Zeke played. Where he got ran over as a center. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I, just, I didn't want that to be the last vision the last sight that we see of Ezekiel Elliott if he's not on the team next year.
1: Michael Irvin here on ninety five seven. The Game. Just a couple of big boy performances from over the weekend. Let's start with Patrick Mahomes, who we now know has a high ankle sprain. That's normally a five, four-week injury. He didn't even want it to take him out of the game for four minutes. They insisted he'd go get an x-ray, which was the right thing to do. Chad Henney comes in, and he executes a 98-yard drive, 98 maybe the best-called Drive of Andy Reid's life. It was perfect, uh, but what do you think of Mahomes? I know you held him in high regard before that. Man, he he goes from you know talented finesse type of you know quarterback to just I mean he, he is tough as nails. I thought he had broken his ankle.
2: Yeah, me too. Because that 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 injury looked bad. It looked bad. Now let me back up this deep. That's another spot right there. That's another spot where I'm saying, like I just said with Belichick, and Kyle Shanahan is another spot. Like, hey, wait a minute. All I I will look at the quarterback over there, maybe on the GM. I'm not looking at Kyle. I'm not looking at Andy Reid. Y'all can't even tell y'all what I was about to say. But I'm not looking at Andy Reid in Kansas City either. And you know I'm not looking at Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? And the Reed, they 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 were going to five AFC championship games in a row. He went to four with Donovan McNabb, Dude. That's insane. Four in a row, Donovan five. That's that's just insane. So that's another dude that I will not take off the block. Right? And to Reed, that what was the question that you was that you had asked?
1: Well, I was about to say, Patrick Mahomes had a big boy afternoon and then it's
2: ankle dog. Yeah. Ankle, dog. Listen, and, and now there's some of this some of this now. Because I'm hard on it. I'm hard on it. And I asked Dan this today on the show, right? So he was trying to say that Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the National Football League. And I understand what he was saying. He was saying from the pocket. Patrick Mahomes is the best player. Because that's what Patrick Mahomes has such a gift of moving around and making plays. And I said, that's a, I understand that, but Patrick Mahomes, I believe, can battle. Joe Burrow or anybody from the pocket. So, yeah, I think he'll he'll have an ankle. He'll be slowed because he does such great things moving around, making plays, But, but he's good enough. Just because we see that all the time doesn't mean he cannot play from the pocket. He's good enough to play from the pocket, but it will affect his game.
1: So how surprised were you to see Buffalo try to run a track meet in the snow? It seems like Cincinnati had the better game plan, just going death by paper cuts all afternoon. Joe Burrow... He he took a step forward in my book. I, I knew he was good. I d I didn't know he was that good. To go and win that game, that's a big boy performance.
2: That's a huge big boy p- performance. And let me tell you what since that got since he got that thing too. We talk about, you know, Buffalo and Kansas City and all of that. Since he says, Hey, I I come to y'all spots and beat y'all in y'all own building. You know what I mean? So so we got confidence. That's what Joe Burrow gives him. Joe Burrow says, Hey man, yeah, how long you think the Super Bowl wonder's over? He as long as I'm putting on the uniform, as long as I'm here. What about a window like that? First time I've ever seen the people in Cincinnati start talking early about giving somebody some money. They want to pay Joe Burrow right now. He's <laughs> smart. They're smart to do that because they know they've got, they got to come back and try to keep. Now, here's the kicker. Keep both of those, at least, those two receivers, Higgins and in, in Chase. And you're going to have to pay each of those over $30 million a year. So that's going to be a a high cost but you gotta keep them both to keep Joe Burrow battling with Patrick Mahomes we see Patrick Mahomes doing it even after he lost Tyreek Hill but you don't want Burrow to lose his two guys
1: when we talked to you next Monday Michael who's going to the Super Bowl
2: boy that's a good that's a good guy I don't know if I can call that right I don't even know I, I, without hearing how people come out how healthy getting the injury report who's going to make it as you get through this week Right now, right now, like the Tony Pollard injure, injury, the wrong injury can put everything to rest for you. You cannot have the wrong injury, have the wrong person out. It will literally, and I mean literally, say this is stopping us from getting to the Super Bowl. You got to wait to see all the information is in on making these calls. That's how tight these games are going to get, and they're going to be great games and great matchups. I'm hurt the Cowboys aren't in it, but I ain't gonna lie, man. I kept shaking my head, saying, no, 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 no. Now Philadelphia, saying, friend, no, stop thinking that. But now that it's here and it's done, yeah, 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 I can't wait to see this game come in Sunday. I don't know who's going to win it just yet, but I can't wait to see it.
1: I don't know who gave Stephen A. Smith that Jerry Curl wig. But an extra five dollars for them funny. in that is an extra five dollars <laughs> for them in the paycheck this week that was good. Michael, you are a great sport. We always love talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us as always.
2: Hey, y'all, and let me tell you that losing is the hardest thing in the world for me. I'm trying to learn to be better at it. I am. I'm, but losing is hard, man. I went in. I I was gonna call in. I wanted to call in today with the sixth time I got COVID. I can't do it. But I just said no. Go in there, face it, and then get it done. Cause I gotta if I either, if I don't come in, they're gonna drag it out next week, still bring it all back up. Let's just go take this medicine with some orange juice, take this turpentine with the orange juice back and get get the medicine and move on. And and now I'm on the I'm on with San Francisco, I'm on the wagon. Do not let Philly get this thing. Come on forty nine, let's go.